In love, God sees you seated in heavenly places. <clears throat> Day 17. In love, God sees you seated in heavenly places. It would not be possible for you to live in Christ Jesus and to fulfill the purpose that God has for your life unless he had made true for you all those truths of the first minute that we've been speaking about in recent weeks, especially the truth that he has sanctified you. He has made you holy. Now, you have probably realised by now that through these days of prayer and fasting, God has been doing a number on you. He really wants you to experience a personal revival in your spiritual life. This means that you will see an increase of love and of faith in your life, as we shall be seeing in these last few days uh, of, of our praying together. But this subject of holiness is essential to the whole process of revival. Throughout the Bible, Old Testament and New Testament, God has wanted a holy people for himself. That's because he is holy. And the command of the Lord is, Be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. Now, we don't need to be afraid of this word, holy, because practical holiness is to live by faith in Jesus, is to be transformed more into his likeness through the life and power of the Holy Spirit within us. You can't make yourself holy, nor do you have any holiness of your own. The scripture reveals to us that Jesus is our wisdom from God. He is our righteousness. He is our holiness. And of course, when you were born again and uh, when you prayed for God to fill your life with his spirit, he put the spirit of holiness within you, the Holy Spirit. You see, the Holy Spirit brings love, brings power, brings joy, brings peace brings healing, brings all kinds of different dimensions of the Lord's life into our lives. But he is essentially the Holy Spirit. That is his nature because God is, is holy. When Jesus prayed to his father, he didn't say, Hi, Dad, this is your son, Jesus. No, he's, he addressed him, Holy Father, Righteous Father, Heavenly Father, deep awe and respect for his Heavenly Father. Of course, he had an intimate relationship with the Father. He could say, the Father and I are one. If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. But deep awe, deep respect for the holiness of God. And while Jesus was on earth, of course, he lived in that holiness. But he could only live in that holiness because he lived in dependence upon the Father so that the Holy Spirit of God was manifested perfectly in his life and ministry. Now, we have received the same spirit of holiness that came upon Jesus. We've already seen that in these last few days. But, of course, the problem for us is that there are things that are unholy. That's not just things that are impure or lustful. Jealousy is unholy. 
taking offense is unholy. Anything that grieves the Lord is unholy. Any form of sin is unholy. But God doesn't want us simply to dwell upon the unholy things because his wonderful mercy means that as soon as we bring those things to the Lord, he forgives us. And we've already seen that on the cross, Jesus not only died for our sins, but he died to set us free from the power of sin. Now, God's purpose for you, for me, for every one of his children is to be holy as he is holy, to take on, if you like, the family likeness. If our father is holy, the children are to be holy. And it's wonderful to know that we're children of God, but that means that God wants us to be his holy children. So what does this mean? It means that we are able to say to the Lord, Lord, I want to be holy. I want you to deal with everything and anything in my life that is not holy. Any attitudes, any thought, any thoughts that I have. And any, any ways, Lord, in which I grieve you. I want you to deal with all of those things. Now, in these last couple of weeks, he has already dealt with many of those things. But let the Holy Spirit show you. It's not a question of searching within your own heart. The Holy Spirit will show you the things that God regards as unholy. And what you will find is sometimes you will be surprised that something you accepted as just being a normal part of your life, God regards as unholy. It doesn't belong there. It's not for your good. And this is the thing that we need to really get home in, in our hearts, that God wants us to be holy first and foremost for our own good. Because this is the, if you like, the essence of what it is to have a joyful, a, a, a free life and a free relationship in relation to God. Of course, the more holy we are, the more we can impact the lives of other people with his presence, because his presence is holy. Now, we know that sometimes when we worship, we can be aware of his holy presence. But that's not quite the same thing as being in the holy of holies. The holy place in the temple was exactly that, but it wasn't the holy of holies where the presence of God actually dwelt. And God wants to lead us from the holy place right into the holy of holies. So, beloved, this is what he bids us to do, to come right into the throne of God, right into the throne room, right before his throne, with sincere hearts and full assurance of faith. So it's a matter of saying, Lord, I want to be holy. You want me to be holy. <clears throat> Please deal with anything in my heart and life that is not holy. Show me those things that I may repent of them and be set free from them. But then the most important thing is to move from the negative to the positive and to say, Lord, I want you to impact my life with your spirit of holiness. Oh, Lord, I just long for your holiness in my life in a way that will please you that will enable me to bear much fruit for the glory, praise and honour of your name. 
So this is the burden of our prayer today. Let God show you the things that that, uh, need to be cast out of your life. Everything that hinders you. Any sin that, that entangles you. God wants you free from all those things. Just as he's freed you from many things already in these last couple of weeks, so he's still willing to free you from still more things that he may show you by his Spirit. But then pray, and pray with all your heart. Pray it from the very depths of your being. Lord, I'm not going to really give you rest until your Spirit of holiness comes upon me so that I can live continually in your presence and I can take your holy presence wherever I go. You see, when you take his presence where you go, then people more readily respond to the gospel. They more readily come under conviction of sin. They more readily repent. People are more readily healed. All kinds of things happen more readily because of the holy nature of God's presence that is operating in your life. Now, this is what God wants for every member of Kingdom Faith, every member of every church, but every member of Kingdom Faith. And this is what we want for each of our lives personally and for our life corporately, that we might be a holy people, sanctified, consecrated to the Lord's purposes. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources from Kingdom Faith and our other audio and video podcasts, please visit www.kingdomfaith.com.